Stonecutters Podcast, Aaron Hankins. Will Catlett. <laughs> <laughs> Will. Yeah, how you what doing, time man? is it over there? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? It is 9.58 p.m. on April 1st, 2020. And uh, for those of you that are listening to the podcast, those of you that are watching on YouTube, you already know what Will's got on. But for those of you on the podcast, I want to describe Will's got on. He looks like he's getting ready to run for governor or president or you know, uh, president sort of office. President Kelly, you know, I felt like you got to always dress for success. So I went into my closet and I said, hey, tonight, why not put on a shirt and tie? <laughs> you said that you were dressing for where you wanted to go, right? Dressing for where you wanted to go. I think that's always important. You know, um, sweatpants can take places, but sweatpants can't take you all places, you know? So it's important to to switch your style up every now and then for where you're going. If I know I'm going to talk to governors or CEOs, you, I'm not going to wear uh, a sweatsuit unless that is my intention. You know, like, uh, what's my man named? Mark Zuckerberg, who came in there when he had on his pajamas or whatever about Facebook <laughs> and all that. But see, he has something that it was still in the vein of people doing stuff online where your clothing didn't matter. Okay. So he was still selling. He was just selling in a different way. So if you want to get to the next level, get to the next phase, you have to investigate where you're going. Now, working for Nike may not require uh, a shirt and tie. All the time. All the time. Because you can be more creative. It's a creative brand. It's, a, it's, a, it's into streetwear. It's into sportswear. Um, it's dress up, dress down. You know, you got your casual side, you got your athletic side, you got so many different things. Why do I sound like a governor right now? <laughs> it must be the time, man. It must be the time. You have so many different. You see my hand. <laughs> you have so many different sides, you know, of the company that you can, you know, be in. Yeah. So you can come in with the hoodie, boom, 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 and do it like that. That's what I'm wearing right now, the hoodie with the with the sleeves cut off. Yeah. Um, but, Will, uh, what's new with you, man, since, since last week? Any uh, any updates? What, what have you – what you been doing, man? Man, um, I'm coming off the high. The last time we talked, I said I had just finished my class. Now my class is in the – it's not a class. It's a, it's a shared experience. My shared experience is experience is now in the editing room. Okay. So I'm almost about to birth this baby. Me and my wife, we've been working hard. We've been working late. And we've been pushing and pushing for this baby to come out. And I'm just excited, man. I'm so excited uh, to share it with the world. And for people to watch it, I, and I can't wait for the testimonies to come in. That's what, you know, people say, man, you know, this right here changed my whole perspective. So... I am excited about that. What about you, man? What's been going on? I see the beard growing, the hair's growing. You know you at home with the wife and the baby. Are you going crazy? So many people saying they just got to get out. They just got to get out. So how are you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. Actually, tomorrow morning we're going to go on a walk. and We're going to go early. Uh, and we're going we're gonna to try to go just for a walk in our neighborhood see if we can walk for maybe 30 minutes um, mm -hmm. just to get out of the house. But uh, what I've been 
what's been helping me out is creating a to-do list and not necessarily getting everything done on the to-do list every day, but being able to write things down, go work on something, come back to it, finish it, have it be done. So I'm just um, grateful for, for this time right now to be able to spend it with my wife and with my daughter and um, getting an opportunity to get, get a lot of things done that I never had the time to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that there are these, there's, there's a lot of different um, trains of thought out there about like, okay, this is, you know, this, this period of time, like you don't have to be super efficient. And then there's other people that are like, oh, we'll take this time to be efficient and do all these different things. But what I'm, what I'm really doing is just like a clean sweep or, you know, it's like spring cleaning. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the things that I, that I'm, that I got accomplished was, is I had a, an old coin collection and mm-hmm. I actually cataloged it and looked up the value of some of the coins and everything like that. And this is like coins that I've been carrying around for like maybe 10 or 15 years. These are like people from my family, they'd pass away and they'd give me these coins and I'd be like, I don't know what to do with these. So I just always brought them around and took them with me to these different places. And now Mm -hmm. I actually have the time to like look at them and see if they hold any value and see if I can do anything with them. Because, you know, like this, the, the period of time that we're in right now, you know, like people are trying to look for new and different ways to think creatively or to make money differently, you know? So I'm just like, I'm trying to, sort of think outside the box a little bit. Mm-hmm. So that's good. So what would you say to our listeners on the Stone Cutters podcast who are at that place right now where they're trying to figure it out? You know, they're saying, hey, I might not know where the rent is coming from or in, this is time for me to, to explore different things that I wouldn't explore before because I was tied up at a nine to five. So how can they get to the core of moving forward in this time well i think that and me and you talked about this a little bit in that people will pay for information people pay mm-hmm. for information so mm-hmm. if you have a trader skill right now that is in need people need to understand it and they, and they need to be able to use it to be successful in another uh field or, or another experience then try to find a way to teach other people and, Mm -hmm. you know, through sharing your experience or um, providing guidance as a consultant, like there is a big jump in virtual consultants now where people can come Mm -hmm. in and they can, you know, there's, there's people that you can give them a, a phone tour of your house and they can do a design consultancy over just a, you know, walking through your house, like virtually looking at it onto a phone, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's, it's thinking about information, but also thinking about the things that are free to do right now. So as an example, developing a business plan right now is free. Like you do you find a template online, the research into whatever field that you're interested in to develop a business plan so that when things do return to some form of normalcy where we can go outside, at some point in the future, you know, you'll have taken this time to develop a business plan to move forward with a business that you want. You know, I have a friend who's uh, interested in purchasing an investment property and he's taking this time 
to really hash out the details of the of the project to see if he wants to do it or if he doesn't want to do it you know mm-hmm. um some other just super inventive ways is um just thinking about things artistically and creatively like um, i have a friend who's a barber and he's like yeah you know like i've been taking this time to explore painting and explore drawing and he's like you know like when i get back to becoming a barber like when he can cut hair again you know he's just like i'm trying to figure out how i can make different revenue incomes and i was like you know that you can you're learning how to draw and sketch and everything why don't you you know sketch the people after you cut their hair for like charging three extra dollars and you'll give them a sketch and be like oh well that's going to take too long and it's like you do a you do a two-minute sketch and you see how much of a person's face you can sketch in two minutes and you, you limit yourself in that and then you become the two-minute sketch person who develops two-minute sketches and you just you know how many people's hair do you cut in a day that's how many mm-hmm. different people that you can that you can create art for you know it's it's thinking like that it's thinking about writing the story that you that you've never thought about writing or the one that you've always dreamt about or the dream that you had two nights ago it's like you know you have your notebook and you may have written a little bit of that dream down how about expanding upon it how about creating a story around that dream you know mm-hmm. and, see, and seeing where that takes you maybe that takes you to writing a novel maybe it takes you to writing a comic book maybe it takes mm-hmm. you to you know any sort of endeavor out there mm, that's good so it's like you don't want to waste this time but you have to use this time to actually think deeply and to catch the different ideas that may be coming so that you can capitalize later or just to move to another situation. Yeah. So um, I'll, give you, I'll give our listeners just two examples. Uh, there's somebody that I know uh, up here in Beaverton, Oregon. Uh, he's trying to get a job at Nike, but in the meantime, he has a sewing machine. And what he's been doing is, is going to thrift stores and Goodwills. And he's been finding old pieces of Nike that are um, discarded you know, basically cheap, cheap pieces and everything. And he's been able to tear these apart and tear the logos and, and take different elements of these discarded garments and recreate them into, into other pieces of footwear or keychains or bags or wallets. Um, That's one example. And then uh, Will, you know, uh, our friend uh, Kayla in Los Mm -hmm. Angeles, Mm -hmm. she's a, she, she works at Nike as a she's a retail athlete but on uh, one of her many jobs she also bakes Mm -hmm. and uh, she's taken this this time that we're in right now to create uh, sneakers that are cookies that are uh, take-home sets so you uh, she bakes these cookies they're miniature cookies they're in the shape of sneakers and she sends you the icings and she sends you like I think it's eight cookies and mm-hmm. it's you know I'm, I'm actually going to get it for, for marin here but it's for a family and you bring and and she she mails it to you and it's got cookies and it has icing in it and you can decorate sneakers mm-hmm. so it's just one of those business ideas because i think that um what she used to do was she would make birthday cakes and she would make yeah. cakes for different functions and she would make all types of baked goods but now since she can't do that she needs to find a way to change and adapt her business to mm-hmm. fit with the times that we're in. Another example, uh, the coffee shop that I go to, um, Deadstock Coffee in Portland, Oregon, uh, they 
you know, they coffee shops don't really exist anymore. So uh, Ian Williams, the owner of the shop, he makes these signature drinks. Uh, Will, you probably had one. It was like a sweet tea and, and coffee, or there was one that was sweet tea, coffee, and lemonade. And he makes these drinks. And what he did was is that he bought these uh, big growlers and mm-hmm. he fills them up with the, with the different beverages. And now he does home delivery. So he doesn't really sell as much hot, hot coffee anymore, but he sells all these cold drinks. And then he basically delivers them, you know, all throughout the community because it's just like he just had to find a way to adapt and to change his business. Mm-hmm. So and it's just thinking creatively and it's, and it's thinking about how to get it. You know, people still need things in this time. It's just trying to find out how that you can sort of fulfill those needs and satisfy those needs when people still need things. Right. That's so good, Aaron, because it's uh, you can find yourself like with my industry, you know, as an artist, you know, there's no work. So what it seems like there's no work right now and everything's on hold. So even in myself, I have to adapt. I have to figure out things that I can do that not only will generate income, but also will be of service to the people that they may that they may need so i think the key in that is adaptability you gotta adapt so i don't want people to get stuck in their mind of what am i going to do because if you have the idea in your mind of what am i going to do you're not going to think about the things that aaron is saying you're not going to pivot to open your mind up to the possibilities of what could be possible in this time right now I think it really takes like a deep reflection into yourself and to think about the things that you do the best or the things that you like to do and how you can exploit them in this time. Mm-hmm. And you can really take advantage of them and you can find ways to utilize them. And for the things that you don't do very well, it, this is also a, a great time to, to polish up on those skills. Mm-hmm. So it's like for me personally with some of the work that I'm doing, um, with my, with my, with my profession, I'm doing a lot of LinkedIn learning right now. So I'm taking a lot of time to learn courses online about like mindfulness, decision-making, prioritizing things Mm -hmm. that are, that are mental, because for me, those are things where where I believe that I need to get better at, Mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. Yeah. So it's like putting the pencil in the sharpener. You know, it's, you got to make sure you get sharp because when this thing passes, it's going to be time to run. And you don't want to be trying to play catch up. So speaking about that to-do list, also bringing things back when Aaron and I always talk about writing things down and putting them in your journal. You know, write the vision down and make it plain so you can go back to maybe page five in your journal, which you didn't complete in December 2015 and push that thing up to what's going on right now because you may have the time and you have the energy to put towards that thing right now and you know this is like the cocoon man we're in the cocoon (laughs) but when we come out baby (laughs) when we come out we're gonna be flying you know saying we can be pollinated you know you got to come out and pollinate (laughs) you know so it's uh, and I and I want our listeners on the Stone Cutter podcast to know: don't lose your joy during this time. Whatever you lost, you didn't need. Now, when I come to that's material that I'm speaking of, 
Now, of course, the people who lost family members and stuff like that, our hearts go out, uh, you know, to everyone. And we, you have our condolences on that. And but things as far as material, sometimes you got to You got to adapt. You might got to sell that car. You know, you might have to sell something that you, you, you uh, don't really need or you can get back at a later date. The thing is, it's about moving forward, constantly moving forward forward progression. Do not get stuck. And I don't have what am I going to do and be stuck in fear. You know, this is the time to be creative. This is the time to uh, do the best that you can to evaluate your situation. Me and my wife are always evaluating. Okay, how much is going to this? How much is going to that? Okay, what can we do? And then we let God do the rest. You know, I talk to my boy Aaron all the time because not just on the podcast, but when we talk before we get on, I'm bouncing things off of him like a sounding board so that I can have the best ideas or the best solution that I can get to be successful. Will, um, so we were talking uh, before the podcast, we were also talking about helping out the community. Yeah. And I wanted to say like in this time, like it's also a great opportunity, whether it's uh, making masks or um, home delivery or just reaching out to family members that you maybe haven't spoken to in a while, but like mm -hmm. there's all these different opportunities to help out in the community. And I wanted to highlight two of them that I would, that I've been made aware of. One of them is called ask a scientist and mm -hmm. it's a um, online program where uh, people that are in the math and sciences field, they can uh, submit their name and they can actually get uh, video conferenced into a virtual classroom with a bunch of students, uh, all different age groups and all different age ranges. Um, because people are all at home right now, you know, this is a great opportunity for people like myself, uh, people in other industries to share what they know and how they got to where they got to sort of inspire the future. Uh, that's mm -hmm. one. And then some other community work that I wanted to highlight that we had talked about is that, uh, I just was made aware that uh, Nike out here in, uh, in Beaverton and also our facility that we have in St. Louis, they're both making uh, medical masks for uh, the local hospitals in the Portland and in the St. Louis area, um, you know, to help with sort of the, the, the lack of uh, medical equipment for uh, PPE, sort of the stuff to protect people against the, the virus and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, that's powerful. So you kind of like, you know, you want to get in uh, where the need is needed. So, mm -hmm. and this is also, um, you know, what I've been doing, I've been asking a lot of people, a lot of my friends here, like, what do you need? Don't be in pride. If you need groceries, if you can't pay for groceries, you know, call me, we can figure it out. You know, we can uh, get a group of us together and make sure that you got what you need. So this is a good time to be of service and just to, you know, stretch of your, your comfort zone and ask for what you need. And if you don't personally need something and you have an overflow, give, you know, give because someone may need, you know, even if it's not monetary, it may just be, Hey, we're going to get through this. How you doing? Yeah. I had such a good time. Cause I'm not really on Facebook, you know, and I had such a good time when I got on there today and I was going through people with, you know, the little green 
but knows that they're online. And so some some people that I haven't talked to in a long time or seen in a long time. And I was just, hey, man, how's it going? I was just checking in on you, you know? And it was like, yo, first of all, is this you? <laughs> wait a minute, um, wait, 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 wait. What were you doing on, on Facebook today? What, what brought you to, to log in today of all days? I will, you know, I was on there and I was just looking at, you know, I was thinking about the class and I was seeing what Facebook had to offer for like ads and stuff like that. If I even wanted to go that route and blah, 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 which I'm probably not going to do. But what happened was it drew me to just look at people that I haven't talked to in a long time. You know, even my, my biology teacher, you know, I hit her up and was just like, hey, I miss you. I haven't, you know, I hope all is well because where I'm at, where I am today is because of this woman, you know, being in class, believing in me, you know, encouraging me, uh, telling me that I'm more than enough and there's something special about you. All these things that I'm doing now is because of the words that she has spoke to me in the 11th grade, I believe. So I was just checking in on her and she was like, oh, you know, I'm selling like a baby. She's like, oh, you're going to be an amazing father. And you know, I know that you're present and it's just, it was just, it's just, ah, it just felt good, man. It felt good. And some of the boys that I ain't talked to in a minute, you know, cause you know, they're like, man, you blew up. You ain't heard from you, <laughs> you know? So, so it was, so it was just good to check in on them and encourage them and to be encouraged and, and to be honest. One of my boys, uh, Mateen, he was like, so what's up, man? Everything going on? Did you, uh, you know, lose any gigs or any gigs put on hold? I was like, uh, I wrote, ha, ha, ha. I said, to be honest with you, I wasn't working anyway, good brother. So I was, <laughs> you know, I was kind of just chilling, you know what I'm saying? But I said my potential gigs that I had, my seeds that I had in the ground for my potential gigs, you know, they uh, kind of, you know, on pause right now, but all is well. But see, people need to hear the truth because it ain't, it encourages folks because sometimes you think that who you're looking at online, who you're looking at in your circle, you may have a perception to think that they're further along than they really are. And it's really not about them and where they are or where they're going or where they're at. It's about you knowing that you got two legs and two arms just like that person. So you have the same abilities to get to where they're at and surpass them. You just gotta find out what is your gift? What are you supposed to be doing? What is your, 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 your offer of service to the world? Once you find that, everything become, you become like a magnet. Everything just attracts to you. You know, just like us finding out what we love to do. So now we get on here and say, man, nobody's talking about what it's like on your road to being big, big time, you know? I'm on my road to being a movie star. Yeah. You on your road to being a creative of, creative of Nike, creative of all things, Aaron Town, doing whatever you want to do. You know, I'm there too, but this is my first goal. Yes. So I love the Stonecutters podcast because it encourages me. This time's in my car when I'm listening to it like, <laughs> oh, I needed that. I needed that. I was about to pull over and just, you know, scream for a second. I needed that. So it's good, man. It's, it's so good to, you know, share this journey. And like we said, you know, people pay for information. 
and information is needed. Information gives you the faith that you need uh, to move forward. Stonecutters Podcast. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, Stitcher, Google, uh, iTunes. Well, did, I, did I leave any out, Will? Nah, you ain't leave on iTunes. On. We're on Stitcher. We're on Stitcher. We're on Google. You can find us. You can find us on the Stonecutters podcast. Uh, if you have questions, comments, suggestions, you can leave us. Uh, you can leave us feedback on the website. You can also send us an email, stonecutterspodcast at gmail.com, stonecutterspodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So, Will, um, let's wrap this up, man. Um, how much information have you been consuming, like, in this, like, where we are right now? We're talking about mm-hmm. people are paying for information and things like that. Mm-hmm. Where do you... Mm-hmm. Where do you get your information from? Are you more of a, you go out and external? Are you more of an internal? Just talk a little bit about that. Well, I'm a little bit of both. You know what I'm saying? I'm a lot more on the spiritual side because that's information before even the world knows. You know, so I'm always weighing my, my spirit to see what I should be doing at this particular time and moment. Now, someone may ask, well, how do you do that? I, I relate it to the pendulum. You know, it's almost like when someone is walking behind you and you turn around, but nobody's there, but you know somebody was following you. It's the same internal clock that is in you. That's why I call it the pendulum. I try to feel which way that it sways if I'm supposed to be doing something. So that's the first source of information that I gather and that I stand on. The second source is, you know, through, through my boy Aaron, through it may be CNN, maybe saying something. I mean, the president's been coming on, you know, pretty much every day, you know, to update us on what's been going on. And because uh, you still have to use wisdom and stuff like that, too, uh, with the whole social distancing and all that other stuff. But at the same time, there's not a but at the same time. It's just that's kind of where I weigh my information. And my wife. You know, my wife gives me great information. The baby gives me information. The trees give me information. Um, are you are you skeptical at all at, at all of any of the information that you receive? You should be skeptical about every information that you receive. You know, and the reason why I say that is because you have to everything that comes your way. Some things have an agenda. So you have to, for me, I weigh it by my spirit. You know when something is true and when something's not. It's like, I can be telling you, man, I love you, Aaron. But you know if it's like, mm, he's saying it, but something's off. And I think you always have to trust that. You have to trust that inner feeling that tells you something's off. And then if you follow it long enough, you'll realize, oh, yeah, something's off. It's like for me. I can tell people about relationships. I don't know why God is giving me this grace to do this. But if you show me or tell me about your relationship, or you show me a picture of your relationship, I can tell you if it's going to work. Just like that. You know, and people can be together for, I could have told you at year one, and you may last five years. But at year six, <laughs> this might not work, you know, but that's just something because wh- how am I able to do that? 
I'm looking at, I'm, I'm, I'm scanning information hidden to the natural eye. But you have to, you have to always try that information. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because you don't just take, you don't just take anything. If they, for example, if they say, okay, if you got the information from your daughter's daycare, Miranda is doing this and she keeps doing it and we don't know why she keeps coloring on the wallpaper and pulling it down and she's licking on it and it's just disturbing the kids. Now, this is the information you're getting. Mm-hmm. But you know Marin. And say you know Marin hates wallpaper. You know Marin doesn't like putting things in her mouth, for instance. Then you're going to say, hold on, wait a minute. Are you sure <laughs> that this is Marin doing this? You know? So then you might put a body cam on Marin for the next day to see that, okay, it's not Marin, you know, or it is Marin, you know. So yes. it's kind of like that thing. Get more information. Get more information, yeah. <laughs> <In the end. laughs> yeah. Oh, man. You? Uh, I'm a skeptic. I think that I'm extremely skeptical about everything where information comes from when I hear it. Um, I think a lot of what you talk about, I, I think the same way. A lot of it is, for me, it's logic-based but I do have I do have some wild uh, theories about life, and but I think we all do. I think that's part of the human experience is that we all have different different viewpoints, different perspectives, and mm-hmm. if we're all meant to think a certain way, or or if it's the you know that what they say is um, there's what is it three sides to every story the mm-hmm. you know the the right way, the wrong way, and then the the way that it actually happened, or the mm-hmm, you know, the way mm-hmm. this guy said it is in this way, and then this the way that it actually did, and it's like depending on your perspective on any situation, you know, you, you're gonna look at things differently depending on how the information is received. So it's like you hear you hear information, and it's like, oh my gosh, this thing is happening, and you're like, okay, who said that? Okay, right. this source is saying that. Okay, and I'm afraid to say this that it's 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 been within the past three or four years that I've had to start to think of things more about like when we receive a message, it's like, what is the intention behind the message? And like, what are they trying to get us to do? And what, what are we trying to, even when me and you speak to people, it's really about like, what is the intention that we're trying to get across to people? But when I get news information or when I get information that you think is factual or that we have this confidence in it being factual and, it, and in fact, it may not be or it may mm-hmm. be hearsay or it may not be from a confirmed source or things right. of that nature. So it's, it's like, yeah, I would say that I'm a, I'm, I'm a, a skeptic as well. So, but mm-hmm. I, I, I don't, I don't know how, how balanced I am. I say that I'm more of a skeptic than a, than a, I don't even know what the opposite of a skeptic is. A realist. Right. Or, or mm-hmm. realist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's so, all good. You know, I mean, I think um, smart people, uh, intelligent people <laughs> look for the look look for the truth. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Will. You got anything to to end the podcast with? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. You know we gotta reach out. Somebody listen. We gotta talk to. <laughs> I'm a, I'm gonna give you a name, Caitlin. That's all I'm giving you, Caitlin. You want me to say something? Mm-hmm. What do you want me to say? 
whatever comes to you. Uh, Caitlin, you're out there, you're listening. If you don't already have a to-do list, write down one or two things that you think that you can do within the next two days and then see if, that you, if you can accomplish those things and see how it makes you feel when you accomplish those things. Stone Cutters Podcast. <laughs>